Hi, welcome to Freedom for Myself with Intermittent Fasting. If you are like me and have let calorie counting, calorie restrictions, and workouts run your life for far too long and you are sick and tired of thinking about it, then this podcast is for you. Follow me as I implement intermittent fasting into my life. Stay tuned for my next episode. Hello again. It's Mary from Freedom From Myself with Intermittent Fasting. The holidays are over and I have tried to sit down and go over all the things I've done since I started this journey in this podcast, wanting to share, find, you know, thinking that I was going to get to the bottom of it. I'm getting to the bottom of the, the weight gain this cycle that I constantly roller coaster that I live on, the gaining, the losing, the gaining, the losing. And I have um, I have some insight on that for you with the things that I've done. So I started with my intermittent fasting, which I still do every day, love. But when I started intermittent fasting, I started, um, I went, I started with the 16-8, and then I moved right to the um 18, 5, 19, 4, or 24. I mean, like I kept moving up and up and up, making it harder and harder. Then I was doing the two meal a day. Then I was doing the OMAD. And then I started to feel the stress again, went back to the 16, 8. And then I was going to do a low carb, right? Because look, because carbs, my body, I love carbs. Who doesn't, right? Just a little FYI, this may be a little bit of a rant that you're getting ready to listen to. I feel like I've like struggled for the past couple of months. So I started with my low carb, which I feel like I live there. That, that's, my, that's my place I live. And I try to um, not have the carbs because the carbs, you know, stick to my ass or whatever. Again, if you're offended by foul language, go ahead and turn this off right now. This is going to be not for you podcast. So from my low carb, I, as I was, of course, reading every book about intermittent fasting, keto, keto kept coming up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give keto a chance on my Instagram, my feed full of keto feeds. You know, you got your cheesecake and every, your chicken with your ranch and your, and your bacon and cheese everywhere. I, right, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is heaven. I found heaven. So I'm, I'm constantly looking at my Instagram and I'm wanting to cook. I'm making all these wonderful fatty meals. And what I realized is I can't, I'm not that person. I, I'm coming from a place of restriction for basically my whole life, um, Telling myself in my head, you can't have that. You can't have that. You're not normal. You're not normal. You're not a normal person. You can't do this. So, and and as I learn more about keto, I realize I'm supposed to be counting my macros. My macros. So my macros are my protein, my carbs, my fat intake. I'm supposed to have more fat. And I find myself then counting calories, right? Because it's basically, it's the same thing. You have to stay in a certain calorie range, but you're having more fat. And really that doesn't mean all the bacon and cheese you can eat. But while I'm making my meals, I'm, I'm, I got my salad and then I would make a whole pound of bacon to have like for the first couple of days. And I'm putting three strips of bacon in my salad. Then I'm grabbing a handful of cheese. I don't know how much, a handful, throwing that in on top of 
um, you know, my, my eggs and my, you know, my hard-boiled eggs. And then I'm putting my olive oil and vinegar because that's what I like on there. Meanwhile, my, my salads are like six, 700 calories. I'm just totally, it's not working for me. The beginning, my intermittent fasting, I was losing weight. I was feeling great. I was cooking dinner with my husband. I was having, everything was working out great, but my obsessiveness threw me right into my OMAD. Then my OMAD, I am eating so much until I'm so full because I'm scared to death that I'm going to be hungry. So I'm going to bed stuffed and um, that was working for a little bit. Then when it wasn't, then I switched to my low carb. So now my low carb, I'm overthinking everything and I'm into keto. Now I'm eating cheese, more cheese than anybody has a right to eat. So what happens? I start gaining weight, right? I think it's working. I tell myself, you're not going to weigh yourself every day because you're a psychopath when it comes to the scale. So let's put that away and I'm going to not weigh myself. So what happens? My pants start getting tight. After my pants are getting tight, I'm doing more research, which of course is then now, now I'm mindful eating. So I'm mindful eating myself right out of my pants, right out of my clothes. Yes, I deserve it. Why should I have to stress over this? I'm gonna eat until I'm satisfied. When you have a disorder with food, which I have my whole life, you can't do these things. You know what? I think all of these things are great diets. They're a great way of life. But if you are someone who thinks about food 24 hours a day and berates yourself, you know, beats yourself constantly down, these things aren't for you. That's why I always say men, I think, do so much better on diets. My son-in-law is doing intermittent fasting and keto, and he's lost nine pounds in a week. (laughs) That will just tell you the difference between me doing it and gaining 15. So I find myself, or I did after Christmas, I, I found myself... I've told you guys before, I'm a planner. I like to write down my goals. I, and I swore I'm going to figure this out. I went from a little tiny healthy person (laughs) trying to figure out what's making me fat to gaining all this weight. Just trying to figure out why I couldn't lose those extra three pounds or five pounds or whatever. Yes, my whole life I've gained and lost the same 20 pounds my whole life. But when I started this journey, I was probably five pounds more than I wanted to be. And I probably was having a bad scale day. I find myself now, I wasn't looking myself in the mirror. Like, I feel like a different person. I don't want to, I don't want to get up. I'm putting on my, I'm a trainer. So I am constantly in, you know, my workout clothes. I'm wearing sweatshirts. I mean, I'm just trying to cover up as much as possible. So here's what I figured out. None of that is working for me. My disorder runs so much deeper than these diets that I think that if you are just kind of half-heartedly, um, always, you know, maybe, maybe twice in your lifetime went on a diet, these things are gonna work for you. But if you are someone like me, who has gone through this their whole lives, mindful eating to me is I'm gonna eat till it makes me happy, but 
I don't know where that is. Where where does my happiness end? My mood swing can go from, yeah, I deserve this, I'm gonna eat this, to eating so much that now I'm full and now I'm a big fat slob. This is what's happening in my head. So all the good that you're supposed to get out of it was not working for me. Even though I kept saying, you're gonna stick to this, you're gonna stick to this, it, it threw me, my, my, and not to mention that I'm 52 years old. So, you know, I got some hormone stuff going on. I just don't, I, at that point, I don't know if I'm coming or going. Went away for the weekend, um, up to a cabin with six of my favorite people. And, or seven, I should count my husband. He is my most favorite person. And we were in a cabin with snow. I ate more cheese than anybody should ever, ever, ever have in their life. Cheese crackers, even though that Monday I started, you know, what I consider back to my normal life, watching what I was eating. I, and then the the weekend came up and that kind of threw it away again because honestly, I'm stuck in a cabin. I I don't want to make it obvious to everyone that I made myself crazy with gaining weight, losing weight. So I'm in sweaters, I'm in leggings. You know what? My leggings even hurt me. I was having, I was not comfortable in my leggings. You know, okay, so time to readjust yourself. As I'm talking to my clients, because let's not forget, health is my life. Fitness is my life. Helping people achieve their goals is my life. How do I now tell them that I went from being in control and struggling back and forth and wondering if I was going to do that the rest of my life and I didn't want to have to watch everything I put in my mouth the rest of my life. Now I'm struggling with trying to get back to her. Like I lost her somewhere. Trying to teach myself how to be this mindful person and and this mindful eating and not to rate myself on how my fitness level is like waking up every day and not, not obsessing over myself. How do I now explain to people that I need to find her again? I got to get back there. I am frustrated because I feel like I've gone, now I've gone backwards. So I was trying to fix something that maybe I didn't need to fix to start with. The great part about this journey is that I did find intermittent fasting and I am still, you know, I I do a 16-8. And the reason why I think I, I love it so much is because it does, it takes out some of the, those hours of the day where I used to start and I start very early in the morning. So I used to start in the gym by, you know, I would leave my house by 5.30 or 5 o'clock to get to my first class at 5.30. It's shortening the amount of time that I'm actually eating the good meals that, that I need to be eating. So when I make my plan now, yes, I am back to counting my calories. I, I have to. I, I just don't think there's anything, any way around that. So for a week, I've been counting my calories. I already feel better. I, I feel in control again. I feel like I can look at myself in the mirror again. Is it all in my head? I don't know. I'm crazy. I guess that I am, um, 
I, I can't see it for what it is. I can tell you though, while I was doing the other way of eating the keto and the low carb, like I have love handles coming out on the side of me that I did not have before. I, I definitely, I refuse to get on the scale. So let me just put that right out there right now. Refuse to get on the scale. It didn't work for me. It did the actually the opposite of me. Now, some might say that my body was adjusting to all the locale I've given myself my whole life. So I am back to counting my calories. Now, I'm gonna eat, I'm eating 1,200 calories. That may seem low for someone who exercises every day. Not every day, five days a week. Um, but I gotta live there. That, that's where I have to be. I, at this point, I don't feel like I want to say, oh, give your, eat 1500 and see what happens. I'm way past that. I'm, I'm, I'm way past that right now. I, I feel like, I know there's no quick fix, but I definitely feel like I, this is where I have to be. I have to be at this 1200 and I need so much control right now. Cause I, and now I can't even trust myself to go make my own salad because I, really was enjoying them just tossing this in olives and you know the cheese and the everything I wanted in there beets whatever I wanted in that salad was in there it was like probably a 5,000 calorie salad so now I'm back to watching what I eat portion size of everything which I always did and honestly I still was doing it like for breakfast I was still doing it it was just building my salads. And, and, and I know you're sitting there thinking there's no way she gained weight eating salads, but I'm gonna tell you, this is real. This is real. This is what happened to me. My, I, my body was reacting. I mean, I was, ha- don't get me wrong. My body was very happy with all the cheese and the butter. Like I was eating my um, cauliflower rice with, you know, I was trying to get my fat up because that's what they tell you in keto. That and then the Parmesan cheese. I think if I, if I honestly sat down and added those calories up, I, they would have been very high. They would have been very high. Even though I felt like I was staying in a range. And the healthy part where people say, you know, keto is good for you, it's healthy for you. I'm, I'm finding a hard, you know what? I enjoyed it way too much. All that bacon and cheese and butter there's got to be consequences to that. So does it work for some people? Absolutely. No, not for me. Absolutely not for me. I really, like I said before in, in other ones, I know I, I came to the conclusion early that I the keto was not for me. More power to you. If, you, if you're eating all this stuff and it is working for you, keep doing it. For me, in the beginning, it started to work. But what happened was I think I got more lenient with everything that I was doing and I started throwing more stuff and eating more stuff you know my my eggs went from you know two eggs to three eggs and then I was piling cheese in there and then I was throwing all kinds of stuff and then I might have some ground turkey and then I might have put in the and every meal I made just became bigger and bigger and and I just I lost control so yeah was I mindful of it absolutely I'm mindful of everything I eat because I that's what I do you know, I, I know what I'm having. I, I tell you what I'm having for lunch. But instead of taking my lifestyle and saying, okay, I had it with the way I am. I, w- I want to change. Maybe I really didn't need to change that much. Maybe 
it would have worked better for me if I just relaxed a little bit instead of throwing myself wholeheartedly into all these different things, like too much at one time. I was had so much information, I can't tell you where one started and one ended. It just turned into this whole clusterfuck of diets. And I don't want to diet. I want to eat good, healthy food in a normal amount. Well, when you've restricted yourself for so long, you don't know what a normal amount is. Yes, in my mind, I can tell you with a measuring cup, but I was told that I could eat what I wanted or how much I wanted. So chicken breasts, that can't hurt me. Well, you throw that with a pound of cheese and butter and sour cream and everything else in it. Yes, it's going to hurt you. So I'm, I've had two months of rethinking myself, redoing myself, and now I'm back to the beginning. (laughs) Not quite the beginning. Okay. My intermittent fasting going strong. I still love it because I wake up in the morning and I'm not starting until after 10 o'clock, depending on when I stop eating the day before. I don't use my fasting apps anymore. I just stop. When I stop, I stop. I have moments like last night where I felt like I wanted to beat the crap out of my husband who sat down with a bag of candy. And I just knew I can't. I have to get back to that person where through all these diets, I was mindfully letting myself have something. I'm not that person. I can't be that person. I'm I'm not the person who can bake a, a dozen cookies and eat just one. That's not me. If I can bake the dozen cookies, and I do all the time, I can't take a bite of that cookie. If I lick the batter or take a bite, I'm eating that whole batch. I'm eating the whole batch. My husband who wanted the cookies will eat one, you know, with his bowl of ice cream. He, he, I told you before, he eats whatever he wants. So I need to find, I'm missing my obsessive personality over this because she kept it under control. She kept it tight. I, she knew what she was doing. So here's where I am. I'm back to counting calories. Drinking all my water. Working out. Five days. Eh, sometimes four days. Um, cardio, real important to me right now. Um, my strength training. I'm doing that at least three or four times a week. So all these other things I've said in the past, I want to stop doing that. You you know what? Yes, I don't want to be an old lady that has to work out so much, but I'm not working out as hard. That's for sure. Intermittent fasting, not working out as hard. Counting my calories. I've already lost weight, you guys, since this weekend. Already lost weight. But on top of that, I feel like I'm back in control. I lost, I was, I lost control. I couldn't even do my podcast because I'm lying. I would be lying. I mean, I, I couldn't even talk to you guys about it. I wanted those things to work. And then when I would go, okay, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fast for tw- 24 hours. I didn't want to fast for 24 hours ever. That was too hard. In the beginning, when you're motivated, it, you can do it. You can do anything, I think, when you're motivated and you see results. But those results, that stopped happening. That stopped happening. And then I started to... See my skill go the other way, you know, a couple ounces. Oh, that's just water weight. And then two pounds. Oh, that's just this. Oh, let me switch it up to this. 
oh, then it would go down. So now I'm doing low carb. I didn't have any carbs. Now it's it went down a little bit, you know, and I'm peeing out all the water. And then what happened? It started coming back. Then keto came into my life. Now I'm eating all the cheese. I'm eating all the meat, all the bacon. And at first, I released the carb. I mean, which was the water again. And then from there, I feel like I blinked my eyes and a couple months went by and I was like, okay, everything is skin tight. You know what it's like when you go to put your pants on. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with my jeans. Love-hate. Love them when I feel good. A slide right up. You know what I'm talking about. When you go to put your jeans on. You can pick any jean in your closet because you know they're going on and you feel good about it. You got your waist. I want my waist showing. I got to the point in my whole life, I've always had a flat stomach. That That's just my, my jeans. I have, you know, a bigger butt, legs, but I've always had a tiny waist, flat stomach. All of a sudden, I'm like big sweatering it. I'm big sweatering. I'm covering it up. My pants are cutting. This weekend, I unbuttoned my pants while I sat at the table drinking and eating cheese with my friends. I didn't tell them I did it. Not that they would have cared, but I knew that I was having a big problem. Like I was really digging myself. I was in quicksand. When I said to three of my girlfriends, as we're all eating cheese and drinking, I've, I've gained so much weight, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm not, like I can't get myself back out and no one said one word. <laughs> you know that feeling? Where if I would have said that before, they would have been like, oh my God, you're ridiculous. What are you talking about? You're so healthy. No one said one effing word. Do I hate them for it? Yeah, a little bit, but not really. But... And I just said to my girlfriend yesterday, and they're not used to hearing me say that because I'm normally the one they say it to and I'm normally the one that tells them, well, if, if you feel like that, I think you're perfect, but if you feel like this, this you know what you need to do. Yeah, I'm getting silence and I had to apologize to my husband yesterday because that was day four of staying in my 1200 calorie range and I'm a little bit snippy to him. So, I mean, do I, to lose the weight, am I going to lose my husband? No. So I had to say, babe, I'm sorry. I'm going to be snippy. I got to get myself back into my routine of my life the way I thought I needed to change. Now I'm trying to get back to her. And of course, my husband said, I think you're beautiful. But if this is what you want, you know, the things that... I'm glad my girlfriends didn't say it. I'm glad that they didn't because honestly, it was like a smack in the face. So it woke me up. It woke me up. I, I wish that I didn't have to get to that point for it to wake me up because I already knew before I went into that weekend because I had been um, every Monday, you know, I started out great. But then when we got to going away into the cabin in the snow up in a mountain, which if you hear my, listen to my podcast, I am a warm weather person. I'm out of my element there. We're stuck in a cabin with more food than anybody has a right to have. You've got, you know, four mothers up there. One in particular, yes, Patty, I'm talking about you, that had to bring everything under the sun like she was feeding the football team. So we had 
so much food, so many snacks. If you wanted for something that wasn't in that house, you're, you've gone mad. So, and on top of that, we partied the whole time, right? So you're drinking. I'm not even a big drinker, but I, I brought my coconut vodka. We had beer. We went out. We were drinking hot apple cider, rum chata. If you don't know rum chata, it is something that you do not drink when you're on a diet. It's like a creamy rum and it's delicious. It tastes like cinnamon. Anyway, since Monday, I have counted my calories. I'm drinking my water and I am working out. I'm finding myself again. I actually, after my workout, I think on day three, I was like, yeah, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're, you're, you're back. You're going to do this. Woke up this morning. Now, here's another thing I did. I wouldn't put on my, le- my workout pants. They're also constricting. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't want to wear them because I felt disgusting. So I was wearing my son's sweatpants. My son, who is a grown man, <laughs> and left a couple of pairs of sweatpants. He's a football player. <laughs> so I'm going to get more. Think about it more. His, and normally when I, like, there's stuff that I would wear over my workout. Like if I was going to the gym to teach a spin class, I was in my shorts. I would put them over it and they were like, like you're a little kid wearing your dad's pants. That's what I've been wearing to my clients. So I woke up this morning, I put on my black leggings, you know, my black workout pants. And I put on my workout shirt. I didn't feel terrible. I threw on a sweatshirt over top because, you know, I'm not crazy. I don't want to, it is my job. I mean, I can't have my people going good. Like, I don't know what they're thinking in their head. I honestly think that a couple of my older women that I train are thinking, oh, she's getting old. It just hit her. Like, I remember one of my clients saying, who's, they're older than me, a little bit older than me and her going, it will happen to you. And I was like, it's not going to happen to me. This won't. And, And thinking to myself, that's not why you're gaining weight. Like, and, you know, and then I go over their um, suggested nutrition and their workout again. You know, get your your car, your cardio in. You're, you need to work harder at this. You, you know, you keep taking a lot of vacations and, you know, all those things that I'm doing. I really didn't believe that you, that your, your body would just change like that. Like, not that I didn't believe it, but I just felt like it wouldn't happen to me. I felt like menopause wouldn't happen to me. I thought that I was healthy enough. And with all my work, I always felt like my sweating hard every day was an outlet for everything. I I thought menopause will not happen to me. I will not have these hot flashes. I will not have these mood swings. I'm not, that's not going to happen to me. And you know what? It did happen to me. And then I always felt like if you... I, I'm not an excuse person. So I I have a lot of clients that they throw the excuses at me. And, and even in my classes, I'm like, that's not an excuse. You know, you do great for three days. And then don't turn around and tell me you ate a whole pizza because you were thinking about your mom. You know what? I get it. We all, we all have tragedy in our life. And we all deal with stuff. But that's not the reason. You had the pizza because you wanted the pizza. So I, I am big... Um, Take take credit for, you know, you have to take the credit for what you do. It's easy to blame it on something else, but honestly, it's not hurting anybody but yourself. 
all of a sudden I feel like I'm, I'm making these excuses to myself. And believe me, in my life I have lots of things to blame it on. Lots of stuff. But I, so as a trainer I don't let people do that. So I can't let myself do that. There's no one for me to talk to about it because normally when I would say out loud, you know, I'm just kind of struggling right now. I, I feel like I'm not happy with my body. And, and then I have friends, like normal reaction of my, my family, my sister, my, my husband, people that love me, my children, you're, you're perfect. You're ridiculous. My, my, my sister's reaction is you're skinny as crap. You're ridiculous. Honestly, not true. <laughs> not true. I don't have that person like me that I turn around and would say, like I said before, I think that you're perfect, but if you want to change it, let's start with baby steps. Let's change this. Let's change that. So I really believe that none of this was going to happen to me. And you know what? It's happening to me. And I have to, I, I have to take credit for my own behavior. And yes, intuitive eating, mindful eating, that sounds all, that's so great on paper. That sounds so great on paper. That sounds so great when other people say it. If you have a disorder with food, I don't know how you get to the point where you can mindfully say, I've had enough. When I overeat and I, if I say to myself, on Saturday, I am going to let myself eat whatever I want. You have no idea what the damage I could do. You have no idea. I'm not even hungry. I'm going to grab that bag of candy bars that I watch my husband eat every day. Why? Because I'm not going to get it again. So I have to, mindful eating for me is going to be totally the opposite. Mindful eating to me is going to be, you want to have some of that candy? You're going to find out how many calories are in it. And you're going to write it down and you're going to be accepting of that amount. And that's it. You're done with that. Do I have to do it every day of my life? No. I'm not going to do it every day of my life. But like before, 95% of my life is going to be staying within this range. If I want to stay in those clothes that are hanging in that closet. I am not one of those people that have different size clothes. I don't have my skinny, my medium, and my fat clothes. I have one size clothes. When I work my way out of those clothes, I get back into those clothes. There's no... If, if I can't finish my pants, I'm not going. I mean, that's just it. Yeah, I'm throwing my leggings on, which were hurting me. You got that part, right? They were hurting me. Leggings. How? How did it get this bad? Did I enjoy it? Yeah. I gotta tell you, I enjoyed it. I was baking. You know, it was Christmas. I was, or Thanksgiving, Christmas. Now, normally, I will be really, really good. Remember, I said I wasn't gonna use good and bad. I'm back to that. I was, I'm normally really, really good up until Thanksgiving day. And then I let my, then I'm like, eat whatever you want. It's Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving, really, really good to Christmas Eve. I mean, that's not true. Maybe on a weekend, a Saturday or whatever, go out to dinner, have some wine, have a meal, but basically wake up the next day, get right back on it. And even though, here's the funny thing, even though I was doing that, like I was mindfully not eating until my time, 
having my oat bran and my egg whites. I even measured that because I need it for the recipe that I make. And it's kind of like a rice pudding. It's really good. I do it in the microwave and I do it like 40 seconds and I mix it up. And I put a little um, milk in it and creamy. I put cinnamon on it. It's like rice pudding warm. And it's great for you. It keeps everything regular and it's delicious. It was after that. So then it was my lunch and my dinner where I was just like, like I said, everything but the kitchen sink and that salad. Those salads that you get at the restaurants where you're like, oh my God, that thing's 2,000 calories. I, I must have been making them. I was making them because they were really good. I want to say that I don't regret it. I kind of do. I knew, like, as you're eating your salad with bacon in it, you are sitting there going, this isn't right. <laughs> this can't be right. I'm telling myself, but they told me it was. They told me it was going to be okay. They told me this was going to attack my fat. You know what it did? It really cheered my fat on. It really cheered it on. Like, go find some friends and jump on. But, so my journey, I, I made a full circle. I made a full circle. And now that I feel like I'm back on track, with my old self, with my new healthy habit of my intermittent fasting. Um, I, I'm feeling that feeling of um, like there's hope. I, I think the last couple of months I started to really feel like there was no hope. Like this was just my, this was the way it was gonna be because of my age. And you know, Keto's not working for me. It works for everybody. And low carb's not working for me. It works for everybody. And mindful eating isn't working for me. And intuitive eating, you know, they're two different things, evidently. And that's not working for me. So, so I made a full circle and I'm back to being accountable. That was the word I couldn't, I kept forgetting. Being accountable for my food. Knowing what I'm eating. You know, not just tossing everything in measuring I'm gonna have to measure for a couple of weeks to get myself back to you know you eyeball something you're you don't really know what's what you're what you're doing so some people count their macros I'm a calorie counter I wanted to stop I really I wanted to get away from it I'm not gonna be able to do that now when I go out to dinner I'm not counting my calories but you know controlling myself and I feel pretty good. It's Friday, so it's only been a week. I've done my workout. I actually looked at myself in the mirror naked. I'm a big, that's big in my training. When I first start with someone, um, you have to see where you start. You have to embrace the journey. I have to see where I'm starting. Stand naked in your mirror, spin around. I gotta know if I don't see it in the beginning, I won't see it in the end. These days, lots of people are taking pictures. Oh, I don't know. My camera kind of hurts my feelings right now. So I'm not going to do that. But I'm making myself look like I was jumping in the shower. I didn't want to. My husband would come in and go, why is the light not on? I can't tell him because I'm so ashamed. He will seriously admit me to the hospital if I tell him that. But... 
I know he noticed how much, you know, that my body was changing. Like, my flat stomach, not there. I literally have that layer over my stomach where I would put my pants on and then things were hanging over the sides. Now, if you know me, I'm not a tiny person. I'm not a tiny person. I'm just shaped. I have that shape. Big butt, tiny waist, tiny upper body. So... I was wearing clothes like if I, with thick legs, with a big sweater, you know, that's not a look for my, I'm only 5'5". Five five. So I, I definitely know he noticed where I normally have, my clothes are a little more binding. I'm like sweatpants in it, big, huge sweaters, you know, just hiding everything. I don't want to hide. I honestly, I want to be that person, that curvy girl that or woman that embraces her curves and you know in this day and age that big butt with a tiny waist that's a thing I mean every, people are buying it people are getting butt implants to get it I'm trying to hide all of that I've always been one of those you know you got curly hair you want straight I've always been that person I want to be tall and skinny I'm not going to be tall and skinny I have a big butt I don't care how small I am, I have a big butt. But my one thing, my best asset is my waist. And 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 it's gone. It's not gone. I can't say that. I, I think it came back today. I actually think I saw it today. The reason why I felt enough confidence to come do this podcast, which I've been wanting to do, I've been wanting to tell you my failures because I said from the beginning, this is what I was doing. I was going to get to the bottom of this. Well, I didn't get to the bottom of it, but I have come full circle. You know, sometimes what's, don't try to fix what's not broken. I do think I'm broken. I think for years and years, being broken, telling myself I'm not good enough has got me to this point. You know what? Maybe I was, maybe I was good enough. And maybe I'm going to be good enough again. I want, um, I want myself back. I want to get back to her. I want to be more in control of my life again. And how, how did I lose it on this journey? I am trying to move. So my husband and I are moving to warm weather. So we were really uprooting our life. And that, that comes, um, with a lot of where I'm coming from right now. We're, we're, we're trying to uproot our life. We're selling our big house to go live in a tiny little 1,100 square feet house. Um, my children are home, are here. And my grandchildren are here. And, you know, we tell ourselves we're going to be um, flying back and forth. And um, it scares the crap out of me. But it's also something that I really want. I have to get rid of my furniture. Like everything that I feel like I've built and built and built, I'm not taking with me. No, I can't force my children to come. They won't come with me. I've tried. One of them is already there for work. So I'm thrilled to get to him. And then my other children say they're going to come see me all the time. And I, and I've told my husband, I'm going to have just a credit card for when they go, mom, we're coming. I want to be able to go put your plane tickets on my on my credit card and come to the warmth and the sunshine with me. I want to wake up every day. I want to be in the sunshine. And because I, I'm so conflicted on that, I want that, but isn't that selfish of me? 
I kind of feel like it might have it a part in my conflict with myself right now. So it may not all be um, that my clothes are tight or my mindful eating. I think, you know, mindfully, I want to sit on my couch with my a bag of cookies and my dogs. And we will sample every cookie in that bag. But that's really not who I am. I am definitely more of a sit on the couch with my dogs, sip my water, and watch my husband eat the cookies. That may not be the healthiest way to be, but it gets me to the point where I get dressed every day and I'm happy with myself, you know? And then when I do want a cookie or, or two, uh, I like I say to my clients, I don't want to live in a world where there's not a brownie in my life. I just can't have that brownie in my life every day. I can't mindfully, even if my body tells me it wants it, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to have it. I'm going to have it on a Sunday. So full circle, I'm back to where I started. I'm back to where I thought, you know, when you look back at yourself, at your pictures where you thought you were so out of shape and now you're more out of shape and you look back and you go, I really had it going on back then. (laughs) I feel like that's where I am without the drasticness of it all. I don't, I know I... I feel like I'm exaggerating, but what happens in my head, it's not an exaggeration. I, I mean, I don't know what I see when I look in the mirror anymore. I don't even trust, I don't trust myself. But I know that today I did, I did look in the mirror. And I actually heard myself say out of my own mouth, I'm excited. I'm excited about, I feel like I'm training again. I used to do fitness competitions, I've told you that. And when I would train, it was awful, trust me. I was hungry and tired. But that feeling of accomplishment, when you get where you are, when you get to the end and you're like, yes, this is, even though it doesn't last long because it's so unhealthy to do, I feel that excitement like, and I'm not doing anywhere near as drastic as I was doing. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm not in that headspace. But I feel that excitement. Like, I can't wait. Like, I'm excited. A week. I feel good about that week that just went by. And I'm excited to go into the weekend to get another week under my belt. I want to see how my body responds to going back. Like, they always say, if you've, if you've restricted dieted for so long, when you start to eat regular you know, your body doesn't um, know how to burn the calories or, you know, feast or famine and like it's all kinds of stuff. I feel like um, that already happened. So my body should bounce back. That's what they say. I will tell you if that's true. But I, I feel more like myself right now. And I'm not frying foods or um, cooking with butter I, if I want butter, I'm going to have it. I'm just going to know how many calories are in it. You know, if I want cheese, I'm going to know how many calories are in the cheese. So when I do put it in my salad, I know exactly what I'm eating for a while. And then when I get to my point where I'm satisfied, I'm happy, then I can throw in a little bit of here or there. I just can't tell myself that I'm going to be one of those people that can do, you know, just eat one meal a day. I'm not, I'm not her. I I like food. I like to eat. 
And I, it scares me when you tell me you can have one meal. Because how much could you eat in that one meal? I can eat a lot. Especially if I'm terrified that I'm going to get hungry. The worst feeling, right, is to feel hungry. But at night when I go to sleep right now, I'm not... That's not true. I may be a little hungry when I go to sleep. I don't feel angry. I kind of feel... I have an acceptance going on. Okay. You had your fun. Reality check. Reality check. It's just like the summer. You got off... And, you know, when you were in school, you got up for the summer and you ran yourself ragged. And then school came around. You had to go, okay, we're back to this. I got to go to sleep early. You know, I'm finding ways to put myself to sleep early so I'm not hungry. So, you know, just in case. So I don't feel any that deprived. I haven't felt deprived yet. I may be angry that someone's eating in front of me, which I got over that a long time ago. I've been watching. My husband's been eating yummy foods in front of me for so long I stopped seeing it but then I started doing it with them and now I'm here so I just got to get back to me back to my old self and this week has been a good start I'm gonna give myself go for you good start would I have I been on the scale hell no I'm not getting on that scale I'm gonna give myself at least three weeks before I even put my big toe on that scale and then you want to know what I'm not gonna get on that scale again for another month I hate it. I hate the scale. I have clothes hanging in my closet that will tell me where I am. And you know what I'm going to start with? I'm going to start with those damn leggings <laughs> that cut off my circulation this weekend. It's not sad. <laughs> Every time I say that, I, it sounds funny, but I swear to God, it's true. It's true. I was uncomfortable in my leggings. So... Was I, I mean, yes. Could it have been the water weight from all the cheese? I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm going to get back to, to what I used to consider crazy Mary. I'm going to back to her. I need her. I need her right now to get me out, to dig me out of this hole I created for myself. So positives. I still love intermittent fasting. It still makes me so happy. I don't, I used to have to force myself to eat in the morning before I would leave. At five o'clock in the morning, try to eat a yogurt and drink a protein shake. It's just, you just, this is not a natural thing. So I'm happy that I've found that I'm allowed, someone's saying, don't eat until 10 or 11. You're fine. So I am loving that. And when six o'clock rolls around or when my eight hours is up, I do stop eating. I'm not, I don't even think about it anymore. Not at all. I just, that is it. Not even a sugar-free ice pop is going to pass my lips. Oh, and the one thing that I did go back to where I was in all my being obsessive over everything, where I could eat everything I wanted, but I couldn't have sweet, you know, like a sugar substitute. I know it's not good for you. Sugar substitutes are are back on my table. Um, my sugar-free creamer for my coffee. I'm not drinking heavy cream in my coffee anymore. Was it delicious? Absolutely it was. Back to my sugar-free creamer or original and my sweet low. All my things are back. So I'm back to knowing what I'm eating, trying to stay within a calorie range, intermittent fasting, looking at myself in the mirror and I, I'm going to be back I'm going to be back with that and I'm going to be back 
to giving all the good advice that I've given him for years and years <laughs> and um, feeling confident with myself again. So I'm sorry. I, thank you for listening to my rant. And I don't know if everyone else has been through the same holiday season for themselves or when you started a journey of intermittent fasting, um, overreading things and, and just taking yourself. It, it's like being on a wild goose chase. I feel like I've been on a wild goose chase for about eight months now. And I finally got back to the beginning where I needed to be to start with. So I'm going to be posting. Um, I'm, I'm going to be back and you're going to hear from me. And that. You're going to hear from me on my original journey to what I've done for 20 years. I'm back to me. So I hope you've gotten something out of it. I, I, I hope you didn't have to go through all the trials and tribulations that I have just went through. Um, and if all those things worked for you, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. So I will talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend. Hi guys, it's Mary from Freedom From Myself with Intermittent Fasting. If you want to follow my Instagram, it's maryme underscore at home. Or you can reach me at freedomfrommyselfwithif at gmail.com. Have a great week.